Hello. Welcome to the third episode of Talking to the Void. This is also my third time trying to <laughs> record this episode. I, you know, try and make this sound, you know, try to make this process as easy as possible. I record just with my phone, nothing else, and I publish, you know, it shouldn't be that hard, but it seems like I'm having issues today. Uh, I used the app called Anchor, and it seems like when I record, it'll... There will be sections where there's no audio, and I don't understand what I'm doing. Uh, is it when I'm like, when my phone accidentally shuts off or something like that? So I guess maybe I need to be more careful of that. But, you know, it's the new year, and uh, it's the second week, and I am not giving up on these podcasts. I think this is a pretty easy way for me to work on my communication and speaking skills. So even if I have to record this three times, I think it's worth it. So, so let's just get right into it. Uh, there are three main topics that I'm going to be talking about. And it's InDesign, Jamila Al-Jamil, the actor from The Good Place, and Presentations Improv? Yeah, yep, that's the third one. So let's get into InDesign. InDesign is, is an Adobe product to make um, like magazines and books and uh, articles and that kind of thing. And I was just thinking, when I was a kid, I could teach myself Adobe programs like Photoshop and Flash with absolutely no trouble. And as an adult, I, you know, <laughs> find it much more difficult because I think I just focus on the these end products I want to create. So basically, there's these products that I want to make so that I could sell uh, in my online business. And first, I need to learn how InDesign works so that I can I can do that. And when I was a kid, you know, I I think that would be a breeze, but now I'm just so fixated on the end goal that it's it's difficult to convince myself to figure out the process. It's like I don't appreciate the process of learning as much as I did when I was a kid or I didn't think about it as a kid. You know, it was part of the fun when I was a kid. But all I know is that if I could do that when I was 13 years old, I can clearly do that when I'm 25 years old. And it's just a matter of sitting down, focusing, and doing it. And there is nobody that can make me do it. There's nobody that can force me to do it. There's just... There, there's no motivational video that can convince me to do it. It's 
you know, I gotta hustle, I gotta do it, and I gotta learn, and that's basically what I'm telling myself, and I gotta be, you know, realistic, you know, maybe sitting through a five-hour course in one day isn't, isn't realistic for me, and that's fine, but I, you know, need to be able to put in, you know, some solid amount of time into learning each week, and, I, it's, it's doable. So, you know, my eyes are back, or not completely, but they're functional. So, it's time to just, you know, hop right into it and start accomplishing some of my 2019 goals. Uh, the next topic that I had wanted to talk about was... Jamila Al-Jamil. So she's, she plays Tahani in The Good Place. Uh, two seasons are on Netflix, and let me tell you, it's an absolutely excellent show. Very, very funny plot, and absolutely excellent cast. And so I was looking up the actor that plays Tahani on Twitter, and I am floored by what a wonderful person she is. Uh, so she's really opinionated about topics that affect women uh, in terms of body image uh, because she herself had an eating disorder when she was younger. And I just think it's so genuine and like wonderful message that she kind of puts out into the world so let me tell you she has an instagram page where people send in selfies and write you know things about themselves so you know it is and, and the message is is that you're more than just your physical appearance you know you you are what you look like and you're everything else you know you're a mother you're a sister you you dance you kickbox you you know everything in your life that makes you who you are you know you don't see that in a picture but you know you, you see people's stories in these images on uh this this instagram it's called like i underscore way and i just think it's it's so important to have somebody of her kind of influence put that message out because literally nobody does that nobody does that in the kind of way that she does it you know you can tell people to be confident and all that but I think like telling people to and seeing like selfies with you know characteristics about yourself is it's just a really cool, cool thing, and I really respect uh, Jamila for that. Uh, and the third thing I wanted to talk about was presentations and the concept of winging it and uh, preparation. So, okay, so I was reading a book this week. I had uh, taken a book out of the library called to be the best bad presenter and 
I thought that was a really bad title, and I almost didn't read the book, but then I decided, like, oh, I'll just uh, give it a chance, and what I found out is actually a book about presentations by somebody who does improv, and <laughs> so I was all about that when I realized that, and the, the actual advice in the book was unbelievably excellent, and I still think the title is much to be desired, but uh, one of the main takeaways that I took from the book was her story about people winging things and what improv performers have to do to prepare. So I think I have always looked up to people who are able to do presentations without much preparation and people who are who've always been able to seem like they can just wing things you know as somebody who's always had to practice what I would say for hours and hours and hours and write out scripts and have them on cue cards I you know I, I just couldn't understand people who can go up on stage and just give presentations because for me that the concept of that is just going up and blanking out and I've done that and it's not fun uh, but what I found really interesting was this author said it's and, and, and you know sorry let me backtrack improv I associate with winging as well like I think for me, on the outside surface, people are basically just going up on stage and um, winging it and they have, you know, like a random word to kind of act out a scene with and nothing else. And what this author actually said is that improv performers have to practice twice as much because they don't have the script. You know, they try and practice with and come up with the wildest scenarios they possibly can come up with. And that still doesn't, you know, match the kinds of things an audience member might throw at you. You know, it's it's not like an improv performer isn't practicing because th they definitely are. It's just they're practicing without a script and... This author also recounted a story about how she went to a conference and there's a person giving um, like an opening speech and they clearly had not prepared for it at all. And uh, it, it was just like a messy kind of speech with lots of uhs and ums and disjointed stories and just not um, something where the person prepared for in any any way and it was like a major letdown and for you know people who are spending so much money on going to a conference so uh you know like this author had even said as much that it was it was irresponsible to, to just go and wing things so I, there is a lot of value I think in uh, coming up with outlines and the points that you're going to make and thinking about what you're going to say and rehearsing things and it's completely separate from writing out a word-for-word -word speech and uh, having it on a cue card and just reading that to an audience. 
you know, you, you can still prepare to give an effective presentation. You don't have to wing it. You don't have to wing it. I think that's great. Um, I was also analyzing one of my my podcasts from last week and I noticed how I would have all of these, these, oh, I'm losing my voice because I've had to record this so many times. Okay, so I would have all of these pockets where I, I I guess I would be trying to figure out what to say and I also want to avoid saying uhs, ums, and likes. So then I have these really awkward, unnatural pauses and it just doesn't sound good and I want to be able to sound like I'm having a conversation with somebody and I think maybe... One of my problems is, is that I would only just like come up with like a couple words. Like I would try and prepare as little as possible before my podcast. But I think I need to know the points that I'm trying to make before I record. And I think it's okay to go through some of the points that I want to make a couple times before I actually record. I don't know, like, I kind of want to be able to just do things without preparing. So I think I just need to have, I think before I say anything, I need to know the point that I'm trying to make, basically, and that could help avoid um, trying to think exactly what I'm, like, instead of coming up with a point, I think in that process, like, I... I don't know exactly what I'm saying and then I as I'm like as my brain is trying to figure it out then it's it just sounds a lot more awkward so um that's gonna be a process to figure out uh gonna see if it worked in this episode because I'm trying my best um so yeah I I think that's it I hope third time's the charm I I wonder if I'm like, is there a microphone that I'm like covering up by mistake? Oh, I guess we'll see. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening and tune in next week for the next episode of Talking to the Void. Thanks. Bye.